Chapter 9 of The Adventures of Diggledy Dan. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Adventures of Diggledy Dan by Edwin P. Norwood. Chapter 9 In Which the Pretty Lady Concludes Her Story. Once seated above, each told the other his favorite story. And these being finished, the leopard asked to hear of Vargu's secret plan. You shall have it at once, the other declared. And with that, he sounded a soft signaling note, while from somewhere appeared a solemn-eyed monkey who was almost the image of Vargu. This, said the latter, is my son, Tu Botan. Pleased to meet you, said Softfoot admiringly. A mighty fine lad, sure enough. Yes, agreed Vargu, with some pride in his tone. And even though I say it who shouldn't, the very nimblest monkey in all jungle land. Indeed, that is why I have made Tubo a part of the plan. So now, if you'll both draw as close as ever you can, I'll tell you what we're to do. Just what was said, I'm sure I don't know. But there was no end of whispering, all of which argued that some deep, dark plan was afoot that doubtless would be made known in good time. Now on the following night, the pretty lady continued, a very odd thing came to pass, for from the tops of the trees in many parts of jungle land sounded a weird, mournful voice crying these words, Great rock near the desert's edge, great rock near the desert's edge, rock, rock, rock. All the animals heard the strange cry, and some sprang into the trees to learn who had made it. But by the time they had done so, the voice was far, far away, repeating the words like an echo. On the very next night, and at the very same hour, the cry came again. With the speed of the wind, it passed through the trees, wailing. Great rock near the desert's edge. Watch the hole in its face. Hole in its face. 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 Following the second message, there was no other topic in all jungle land. The different families discussed it for hours, but not even the wisdom of Black Mane, the mightiest of all the lions, could solve the riddle. Of course all knew of the rock, a huge wall of stone with a face as smooth as our own hippo's back. Some sent scouts to examine it. All returned with the very same word. There was not a sign of a hole to be found. Now on the third night, the mysterious voice came again. It was here, there, everywhere at once, so it seemed. And as it pressed on its way, these words were framed by its cry, Rock near the desert's edge. Watch the hole in its face at midnight tonight, at midnight tonight, 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 tonight. Excitement was everywhere. Jungle land resounded with the cries of animal chiefs, calling their followers about them. And forming into bands, each separate group began moving toward the great rock. Out of the forests and from the waste places they came, in herds, in troops, and in pairs. But each kind kept to itself, and reaching the ground that stretched from the foot of the cliff, remained as far apart from the others as the width of the plain would allow. The moon was on high and there were millions of stars, yet though these lighted the side of the rock, there was not a trace of a hole to be seen. Still, it was not yet midnight, so with eyes fixed on the cliff, the strange gathering awaited some sign. And on the very minute it came. Yes, something was about to take place. First, every ear heard a deep, muffled sound like a drum that is played far away. Next, a wee stream of sand began to trickle down the face of the rock, 
than a rattling of pebbles and still larger stones, while high up near the top of the cliff there gradually appeared an opening as round and as big as elephant's foot. Not an animal dared breathe. Every eye was alert. Every muscle grew tense. Then from the very heart of the rock and out through the hole came a voice that was almost like thunder. Who wants to hear a story? It roared. But not one of the watchers made answer. Who wants to hear a story? Roared the voice once again. Then great spot, the leopard took heart. We do, he cried. We also called Black Mane, while soon from all sides came voices crying the same. Then hearken one and all, roared the voice from the rock. Now what the story was about need not concern us just now, continued the lady. But there was a story, and oh, such an interesting one. At times the listeners nudged one another with delight, while the younger animals found themselves exchanging knowing glances with those they had never so much as noticed before. But this is often the contrary way of those who tell tales. The voice that told this one suddenly stopped at the most exciting point in the story. Tell us the rest, rose the cry from the plain. Tomorrow at midnight, roared the face of the cliff. Come then if you'd hear the end of the tale. Now you may be sure that the following night found all at the foot of the great rock again. They were gathered together a full hour before midnight and some spent the time retelling the story, but not all told it alike, and soon, of all unheard of things, animals who had never spoken to one another in all their days found themselves appealing to know if this or that were not the way the tale had been told. Even as they debated, there came a roar from the cliff, and the unseen one went on with the story. In time it was finished, and the great voice was stilled. Tell us another! cried all the animals from their place on the plain. But plead as they would, the voice came no more. And strangely enough, they never heard it again. They returned to the plain the very next night. But the hole in the great rock had been closed. They waited until long after midnight. But not one single sound came to greet them. Never had there been such a mystery. And it was talked of for hours upon hours and days upon days. Time after time, the animals came to the great rock and always in quest of the voice that was stilled. As they lingered night after night in the hope that it might come again, the various animals told their own favorite stories. And then, little by little, the different ones began listening to those that yet others told. This made for friendships, and one memorable night, a certain monkey made bold to suggest that at least once every week some particular animal be selected to tell one story to all. The thought was approved, and so, as time passed along, this trysting place came to be known by a name that is loved by every animal in jungle land. And what do you suppose it is called? The Storytime Rock, spoke up Lion. Why, yes, answered the pretty lady. But how did you know, Lion? I've heard my grandfather tell of it, but he always finished by saying there were none who ever solved the mystery of the voice that was stilled. No, no one ever did, said the lady. Yet like so many things that are thought to be mysteries, it was really simple enough. Then for goodness sake, tell us the secret, cried Monkey, for I'm just bursting to know. Why, it was like this. Long before Vargu, the watch, the watch, the pedal watch, broke in Diggledy Dan, 
A thousand pardons, pretty lady, but it's almost closed. So it is, cried she, jumping to her feet. We've not a moment to lose. Back to your places, every one of you, she added as she bounded to her seat on the white, white horse, until half after twilight tomorrow, when I'll come to tell you the rest. And with a hurried sleep tight and a last silvery laugh, she sped away to her home in the west. End of chapter 9